Meatballs, meatballs. Meatballs, meatballs, number three. And this one is uh, truly juicy and uh, kind of spicy, too. This is Meatball Fulton. Today, I very likely will offend some of you. Not deliberately, it's just that if you see yourself as a good American, as I do, well, okay, I'll explain. Way, way back, we did an album with Abby Hoffman called Wake Up America. Abby was basically a performer, a comedian, and a rebel rouser. And back then, during the Vietnam War, if you criticized what our government was doing, people thought you were criticizing the country. You were a bad American. Now, how stupid can that be? Our government isn't the country. In fact, it doesn't even represent the people. Well, it does represent those who put them in there, gave them the power. You know, the corporations represents them very well. Which is why clean air bills, fuel efficiency bills, so on, were all dumped. Anyway, this fall, I think it's this coming November, there's a documentary coming out on Abby Hoffman, and they use parts of this album, Wake Up America, in their film. And back in the early 70s, we brought in a group from Maine. The name of the group, and this was their real name, was the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And so the subtitle of Wake Up America is Abby Hoffman Sings on His Friends, the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I'll play something. Get ready to stand up for our national anthem. It's odd, looking back at the Vietnam War, we all had theories about why we were in there, but no one knew, even years after, no one really understood. What we did understand was why we couldn't leave, because it would be a loss of face. Whose face? Well, McNamara, who was Secretary of State at the time, recently told us why we were in Vietnam. Because our government misunderstood that it was a civil war going on in there. Of course, the French, who were there before, 
tried to tell us, after they got pushed out, that's what was going on. Those French, we never listened to them. They're so French. Which reminds me of something funny. I was out in San Francisco uh, attending a community radio conference. And the conference started the day that the Iraqi war started. And uh, being in San Francisco, you know, if you were bored what was going on at the conference, you could just step outside and join in some march or another that was going on. It seemed like uh, pretty much nonstop. And I happened to be with a friend in a coffee shop right across from the hotel, which was on Van Ness Avenue. It's kind of a big boulevard with an island in the center and, I don't know, two or three lanes on each side. And suddenly there was this... Uh, whole block or two long of bicyclists protesting the war. And on the sidewalk, leaning against the uh, coffee shop, was uh, this guy who was a bum, or a wino, as we used to call him. And uh, he went, when he saw the bicyclist, he stood up and staggered off to the edge of the, uh, the curb, and he stood there shaking his fist at them and, and shouting out, Go back to France! Go back to France! <laughs> and uh, Anyway, it cracked me up at the time. Well, so here we are in Iraq, in the middle of yet another civil war. And, of course, we had to go there to help create the civil war. And uh, now we can't leave because of a loss of face. Yes, it's deja vu all over again. Okay, here's one more bit from Abby, and he's talking about after the um, 1968 Democratic Convention held in Chicago, where the cops beat up the demonstrators, and then they tried Abby and six others, it was called the Chicago Seven, on charges of a conspiracy to disrupt the convention. And Julius Hoffman was the uh, judge. It was quite, <laughs> quite a wild trial. You should have seen that jury. That was some. That was some audience to play to. I'll tell you. <laughs> it was uh, out of the back pages of the Ladies' Home Journal. In fact, I got uh, I got 28 days of contempt for laughing. I got 14 for smiling, and I got two for throwing a kiss to the jury. <laughs> so I get up there on the witness stand, right, and the guy says, uh. You written any books? Well, I wrote this book called Fuck the System. Yeah, and I like, I like looking over and there. I'm, yeah, 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 yet, yet. Their heads were shaking like windmills, and I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got pneumonia on the spot. I went to, no shit. I went to the hospital. I got instant pneumonia. They used to have, uh, there was one bench called uh, Judge Julius Hoffman's School of Constitutional Law, and all the young lawyers in Chicago would come and sit there. And Julius would do, about every 10 minutes, he'd like make a ruling, you know, like, well, here comes Ramsey Clark, and, you know, while well, he was former Attorney General, you know, and the government gets up and says, uh, we object to the appearance of this witness. It would definitely tend to prejudice the jury in favor of the defendant. <laughs> we, well, and, we always thought that's what you did a defense for, you know. But Julius, uh, he understood what they were talking about. He said, right on, you know, threw the fucker out. <laughs> Ramsey Clark still shaking his head. But uh, he'd do one of those about every 15 minutes, and the lawyers would just sit there and 
They'd knock each other. They'd say, Did you see that? Did you see that? <laughs> and they'd run out and get all their books and look at them and say, Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> I'll have to give it to the fucker. He didn't have a heart attack. You know, we were really... <laughs> the strategy... Our whole defense was give it, get around giving the judge a heart attack. <laughs> we could not... We, there was no way of beating the charge. No way. <laughs> no way. We got in the Library of Congress. The, one of the sketches was there, you know, the little sketches. Yeah. that did the thing every night on TV. Yeah. We said, can we have somebody's sketches? He said, no, the copyright's owned by the Library of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I'll have to check with my manager. See if uh, the government's putting us on trial and owns the rights, too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jip. <laughs> Summation, closing speeches. Do you have any last words to say before sentence is passed? I immediately giggled when the judge said, I couldn't believe it. I said, oh, shit, I've seen this movie. <laughs> I noticed in the most recent Utney magazine, there's an article, Want to know what's really going on? Ask a comic. The reemergence of confrontational political humor. That's the name of the article with references to Lenny Bruce, who was the role model for Abby Hoffman. And so this has been my little tribute to someone who honestly cared about the country far more than most people. But because he questioned and criticized and made fun of the policies of the government, people called him all kinds of names, traitor, go back to Russia, love it or leave it, and so on. Still, Abby had a profound love for this country and the people, and I can prove it. Here he is singing that great old flag-waving standard, something you see on bumper stickers everywhere. So put your hand on your heart and join in with Abby as he sings, God Bless America. Ha, 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 ha.